Ladies and gentlemen, we're here on Skype with my two friends. Friends? My two co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more appropriate. Yeah. Oh, I never introduced myself. I'm Jackson. Who are you guys? Uh, this is Sean. Uh, and this is Nick. Oh, that's awesome, no, Sean and not, Nick. Not Jill this time? Yeah, you're not Jill. <laughs> Not Jill this time, no. So we're on Skype today. I must say I've I've I'm trying to not get my hopes too high because we haven't been able to pin down perfect recordings yet. But I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I think every recording's perfect if you just believe it is. So true. Well, today we're gonna talk golf movies. Because there's nothing else to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> with with the quarantine going on, you know, people have some extra time. Might as well hear our thoughts on golf movies and decide and which ones you want to watch yourself. Apparently, it's all over Golf Channel, right? Just all day. They're golf bad. movies. Nice golf movies. I honestly have not turned on Golf Channel since the quarantine started, so... <laughs> Probably a good call there. Yeah, I don't think I own live TV, so. Oh well. Well, first off, are you guys, are you guys' thoughts on this? Um, why do I have the hiccups? Okay, what are your thoughts on today? Would be fuck round one. Yeah, um, I think Bryson would have shot six hundred today. Um. Oh. Probably be leading leading the field. Um, I feel like he always does that, and then blown up. It's my personal opinion. Did you see somebody? I think it was from golf.com was doing a like sim of the Masters <laughs> using a ton of different statistical data, and I only looked at it after the first round, and they had Patrick Cantlay leading, Tiger and Rory <laughs> in the top five. That sounds about right. <laughs> like. Patrick Cantley leading the Masters. I don't know. Patrick Cantley is a, an extremely underrated player. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I agree. I'm pretty I sure agree. he also finished top ten at Augusta last year. I agree. So. But he does. I just like. I don't know, man. Danny what, Willett shoot? won the Masters. Think about that. <laughs> Patrick Reed, Danny Willett. Um, hey, Patrick Reed's a top five player. Adam Scott. Um, who, who's the guy who won a few? Why, why are you dissing Adam Scott? Adam Scott used to be a stud. Dude, I don't, I don't know, because I mean, he doesn't Until have they, a great major record. So yeah, but that's because he can't putt. Once, once they changed the putting rule again, he he was screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he can enjoy mediocrity with a sexy ass swing. And um, yeah, I actually. I actually think Adam Scott's going to pull off another major, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know how to feel about that one. Yeah, but really. I don't we shall see. He's just coming off a win, guys. Do, do you remember, was it a major last year where he was carrying two putters? <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, favorite it, tweet, my favorite tweet that week was... Uh, if you have two putters, do you really have one? <laughs> Dude, it's a, like, it's a great oh thought. My, 
I I can't believe that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I, this quarantine will be good for him. We'll figure out a putter. Maybe. I wonder if he's just really indecisive too. I'm sure that doesn't help. I I can't comment on his decisiveness. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe have him on the podcast and we yeah, ask him that. Allowed to discuss about his indecisiveness. I wonder if it translates to it to his personal relationships. <laughs> going deep on Adam Scott. <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of flaming Adam Scott for no reason. All right, Adam, just, for whatever. Just because reason, he if you... just because he won a Masters, you decide to rip on the guy. <laughs> Adam Scott, I love you. Please. How many, how many green jackets do you have, man? Please don't clip this Twitch. Please don't. I take it back, Adam. I'll always love you. And your beautiful swing that I post a lot. Beautiful man with a beautiful swing. Yeah, he is a beautiful man, yeah. One of the best-looking guys on tour. Yeah. There's a podcast episode right there. It's kind of... of, I don't know if it's pushing it, though. It might be pushing it. So should we we get into a PGA Tour, then LPGA Tour? Yeah. Let's let's get into these movies. Uh, All right. So, Nick, how about you start and give us your top three favorite golf movies? Well, you know, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. Um, I'm going to put in my honorable mentions. I'm going to give two movies that I think people don't really like actually talk about at all um, is From the Rough. That I don't know if anybody, this is an honorable mention, but I thought that was a really good movie. I thought there wasn't a ton of golf, but like the first one, (laughs) the first one to catch collegiate golf is pretty cool. Um, It's been a while since I watched it. Oh, Um, yeah. I watched that movie years ago. Yeah. I thought it was 2011. Mm. I actually liked it. I liked like the story behind it. Um, Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Not bad, but that's an honorable mention. And then the Not other one, the other one that I just want to mention is the short game, the documentary that was on Netflix about um, like the little kids playing at like Pinehurst. Oh, uh, that might be the seen. funniest movie I've ever seen. What? Yeah, because it's not because it's supposed to be funny, just because those parents are psychotic. Oh. Psychotic, like that is just such a fucking <laughs> good ass movie to watch, and just I've watched it twice, and I like think it's like what you said sean like super super funny um yeah, it's just full of like helicopter parents and you're like these kids are gonna hate golf within yeah. five years. <laughs> um before i forget this i would just like to say comment on your honorable mention because i've not seen the short game but from the rough is especially cool to golf balling because Tom Felton follows golf balling and he has like Ooh. six million followers. So I think I he know is the, the biggest biggest follower we have. So that's cool. So that's a great well, great honorable mention there. Yeah. I like I, I thought it was a good movie. Um now okay, so my top three will be a very um controversial virtual top three we love controversies oh. here at golf balling uh so at number three is the movie who's your caddy uh, <laughs> it's a very bold 
play here at number three. Um, I like comedies, and I thought it was a... Again, I haven't seen a lot of these movies in a while. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. basing it off, like, my childhood and what yeah. I remember. But I really liked Andy Milanakis in it. Um, <laughs> Andy it was Milanakis. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was kind of like a... You know, I, I liked it a lot. Had some uh, had some really good scenes in it, and some comedy. Nothing like some yeah. good old comedy. Basically, kind of a rip off of Caddyshack. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about that. But <laughs> again, okay, so coming in at number. Wow, I didn't. I actually left out. Um, you know, what? yeah, we're gonna. I'm not a big fan of Caddyshack, um, so. Mm. Wow, is, I like the Caddyshack. Like, I, I think it's a, I, I think it's a great movie, but I just can't watch it over and over again for some reason. Um, so my yeah. number two pick is Happy Gilmore. Um, yeah, nice. <laughs> again, I like comedy. Um, yeah. mm. And you know, I like anything that like, you know, I think Shooter McGavin's a great character. I think, uh, yeah. Happy's a great character. I think I think it's a great, great movie. I I have to put the emphasis on great. Um, mm. And then the number, my number one favorite golf movie, one of my favorite movies, is the greatest game ever played. Um, yeah, I think it's an incredibly awesome story. Um, pretty big pump up, like pump up movie. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf in the beginning. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf before he went off the deep end. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's probably from digging all those holes. That's why he went off the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I, you know, I thought that was a great movie. I thought it had, and based on a true story. So you know, you can't, you can't. Beat um, it. do you guys want to just say our three, and then we'll just debate it at the end? Yeah. So, okay. Sean, you go ahead. All right, so since Nick gave honorable mentions, I'll give my honorable mentions too. So my two honorable mentions are Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore. And nice. neither neither of them made the top three because I do like both those movies, but I don't really consider them golf movies. Wow. Like, I think Happy Gilmore is a little too much of a comedy for me to consider it a golf movie. Come on, okay. And Caddyshack's just more of a country club movie. Um, so then at number three, I've got Greatest Game Ever Played. Like Nick said, it's a cool story. Um, it's pretty enjoyable. Classic. Number two, I've got Tin Cup. Um, I think Tin Cup's pretty funny, but my only issue with it is that shot on 18. I, I don't like that he spins back at three wood. Fairway, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing about that movie that really bothers me. That's why it's not at number one. And number one, I've got Legend of Bagger Vance. Um, nice. My uh, my only issue with Legend of Bagger Vance is Matt Damon has a terrible golf swing. <laughs> but I think Will Ferrell does a phenomenal job in that movie. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. Um, haven't seen it in a while, so. Yeah, that's been a wow. Was Will Smith in that movie? Or yeah, yeah, I meant to say Will Smith, not Will Ferrell. Been a long oh, same yeah, same Will guy. Ferrell would not be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I meant. <laughs> Going crazy in quarantine. Um. All right. Wow. Yeah, I like that. 
I you gave two honorable mentions. I guess. Hmm. I guess I'll give an honorable mention to. I'm gonna go Happy Gilmore, because it's an incredible movie. Nothing else needs to be said. I'm gonna go my second honorable mention. It's a Caddyshack two. Wait. Which of all the movies I've seen, I would definitely put it at top 10 worst movies of all time, probably for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it an honorable mention because Caddyshack. But yeah, I guess number three will go with Seven Days in a Utopia. Two. Two, two, two. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Legend of Bagger Vance at two, and then one, I'm going to give Greatest Game I've Played. Mm. So, okay. so everyone I think we all it's... agree Greatest Game I've Ever Played is one of the best movies, golf movies ever. Yeah, so everyone has all Greatest Game I've Ever Played in their top three. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that Happy Gilmore wasn't in uh, your top three, Jackson. That just seems yeah, like a, a yeah, you movie. That movie is great. <laughs> I love. Right, let's Happy let's Gilmore. talk about Happy Gilmore for a minute, though, dude. That is a <laughs> great movie, <laughs> dude. The older I get, the more I kind of the more I kind of like Shooter McGavin. <laughs> I kind of understand where he's coming from. I mean, this guy who got cut from a semi semi pro hockey team just comes on tour. <laughs> he's an absolute clown. And you're supposed to be the next big thing, and he's just he's just taken over. Shooter McGavin's a d bag though. Like, he's just the ultimate douche. I mean, yeah, he probably needs some therapy, but I'd be I'd be upset with with Happy too. Well, I just don't like the hitman. I think that's a little greasy, um, a little unprofessional. Also, the joke <laughs> with the what green? The 18th green was it? Oh um, um, yeah. Or seventh green or whatever hole it was, you know that was a that was a classic prank, but and it's a little greasy, you know. Also, professional game here, Sean. We gotta we gotta. That was a great. That game. was a great prank. <laughs> some people some so, people need to be hazed, man. It's also funny because Adam Sandler is the most unprofessional dude ever. So the fact he's Happy Gilmore just makes it. Like, could you imagine if? Happy Gilmore was anybody else, the movie would definitely not be what it is. Imagine if it was like Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> I'd, actually, I'd actually watch that. <laughs> okay, maybe let's Paul get, Rudd. <laughs> let's get Paul Rudd in a golf movie. Let's get Paul Rudd in a golf movie. Look at let's us. Get Paul Rudd on the podcast. You think, you think Paul, Paul Rudd watches any golf? Oh. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to just answer the question for you. It's a no. Maybe he's like the biggest golf fan. And like, hmm. what do you think Paul Rudd does all day? <laughs> Paul Rudd definitely spends quality time. Probably does a few interviews and then drinks wine and makes dinner. Sounds like a classy life. Yeah. I wonder if Paul Rudd lives, but that's just—he lives in my basement. <sighs> hey, why don't you just uh, ask him? I'm just gonna—I'm uh, actually gonna talk. Google it. 
I think we should get off the Paul Rudd topic. This is a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's Paul let's Rudd get back podcast. to golf. You know, we, no, we this do this is a Paul Rudd podcast now. <laughs> favorite favorite Paul Rudd movie. No way. Are you out of your freaking mind, buddy? So he has to play golf. No. What else is there he, to do in Kansas? I wonder if he knows Garrett. Oh, he lives in LA now. Okay, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> no way he doesn't live in LA. Maybe he has a place in Kansas. Yeah, I mean, I doubt it. Who has a place in Kansas? Paul Rudd's got stupid money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Kansas, boys. No offense if you're from Kansas. But... Maybe he's just like a big, big fan of the. I could see. Kansas I could see portion a... of Kansas City. I could see like either suburbs of Kansas City or in Kansas City, maybe like no, probably suburbs, but that wouldn't make sense. Why would Paul Rudd have a home in Kansas, the suburbs of Kansas? Like I don't know. Let's let's get off the Paul Rudd subject. (laughs) We've talked way too much. (laughs) Let's talk about the greatest game ever played, eh? Okay. Um sure. Um greatest game ever played. True story. Unlikely success of a working class boy showing off his talent among top golf professionals. Are you like reading the summary or something? Yeah. It's just starring the movie Shia LaBeouf and Bill Paxton. I think the greatest <laughs> game I've ever played is a truly uplifting underdog story. Okay. And shut the film up. grants viewers with a bit of golf history and unlikely success. Oh, I. Already said that statement. No, but actually... That was such an insightful take, Jackson. (laughs) I'm glad you thought of that one yourself. Um, No, I love Shia LaBeouf. Um, It is a great movie. What's a better movie? It's it's a little spooky. Uh, A little bit. Because, like, being a kid watching that movie, you know, it's a little, like, eerie. It's pretty eerie, actually. Let's just say it. Wait, what's a better movie in your opinion? The greatest game ever played or Holes? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to give it to Shia LaBeouf's two. <laughs> I'd say greatest game ever played. I think Holes is great, but I, I mean, just. <sighs> they're two completely different movies. I know, yeah, but, but they're both it, just Shia LaBeouf. That's the only I feel like he could win an Oscar for those two performances. You know, I feel like <laughs> if he didn't make all the other movies and it was just those two movies, you'd be like, like this guy belongs like A-list Hollywood or like, you know what I mean? Like, you he kind of was for a while. <laughs> yeah, but then now he did all those other movies and you're like... Well, it's, you got to remember, this is around the Transformer times. So, when dude, Transformers first, is going on, it's he's at the top right. of his game. First, first Transformers movie is really good. Okay, it yeah, just exa- that's like, what I'm saying. So downhill after the after the first yeah, one, but, but it that I, I'm not putting that on Shia. Like, I'm gonna put that on whoever the hell decided to make several Transformers movies. So. <laughs> Like I'm not putting that on Shia. I do. I'd agree with Nick actually. Like Shia might let's give him an Oscar or something. Like, <laughs> he's got to put up with this crap. He's just trying to chase a bag. And the greatest game ever played is Young Shia. It's before the fame got to his head, and 
you know, I think it was like early 2000s. So, like, I mean, this is just this is peak golf movies right here. Yeah. Uh, his his caddy in that movie was so funny. The yeah. little kid. Yeah. Kid's just a he's goober. A, he's a he's a G. I, I wonder what he's up to these days. I, that's a great question. Let's get him on the pod. <laughs> no. <laughs> like don't even, don't even make that joke. <laughs> he's probably our age. Oh, I, I thought you meant in like he's real older. life. Yeah. Well, if the movie came out in 2005, he... I was talking about, like, the real-life character he plays. He's, he's oh. 25 years old. <laughs> yeah, so... Let's actually try and get him on. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, he was in... Uh... <laughs> He's in Nancy Drew. I, I don't know what that is. Oh, he's in Snow Buddies. Real quick, because I feel like we're not going to talk about Seven Days in Utopia. Can we just talk about it for a little bit? I've never seen it in my life. So, Nick, the story begins with an embarrassing tournament loss, which eventually led to a public meltdown for pro golfer Luke Chris Holm, who was played by Lucas Black, <laughs> who then proceeds to make things worse by driving his car through a fence in Utopia, Texas. Hence the name. Seven Days in Utopia, played by Johnny Crawford of Robert Duvall. This is oh, so, actually, like, I'm just going to stop because, but. <laughs> I'm going to actually should... change my list. This is the number one. What? You know what the weirdest part about that movie is? What? Like, I'm, most PGA Tour players go by their real names in that movie. Then you just yeah. get KJ Choi, who's supposed to be, like, the legend. And he goes by the name <laughs> TKO. TKO is OG. Oh, I'm going to watch that movie tonight. I'm going to watch it tonight. I need to watch that movie. (laughs) I just watched it a few weeks ago. I mean, it used to be on Netflix, right? Uh, That's when I first. I think for a bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably was a while ago. Yeah, I'm I'm watching the trailer right now. Now, My only issue with that movie is it's so predictable. Yeah, that's. See, I putting it at number three. I, I don't know. I just think it brings back just some. I think it's just a good, like some. You just need basic movies sometimes. Golf needs a, a good basic movie that isn't Happy Gilmore or Caddyshack. I think. Do you think? Fills it. Wait, you know how you know how at the end of the that movie, um, Luke Chisholm or whatever putts with, putts with that long putter and kind of does the side straddle. The side. What's a side straddle? Remember, it's that putting stroke that Bryson used for a bit. Then the tour said it was illegal. Like, oh. you stand side of the ball. Um, oh, I thought you do that. What? I, I arm lock. I don't side straddle. Oh, side straddle is like you're facing the hole, and the ball's just mm. next to your foot. Mm. Oh, okay. He does that in the movie? Yeah. That's kind of like a big portion of it. That's why he's good now. Oh, I have no... <laughs> But I don't know if that's where Bryson is. That where Bryson got that idea? Yeah, probably. Bryson's, Bryson's probably. just watching golf movies, and he's like, "You know what? This works." <laughs> Bryson would probably hate to be asked that question. And no, then, no, yeah, no, Bryson. No. Bryson definitely goes to his team. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna try this. Give me some. Give me some buzzwords I can say yeah. as to like what the science is behind it." <laughs> Open up a physics textbook and just say a sentence i don't think he actually opens up physics textbooks i think he has somebody that looks it up for him that's that's so bad but bryson's a smart guy is he <laughs> does he actually know what he's talking about or does he just like 
use expressions that other people tell him. <laughs> he is a ghost like, writer. Is he really is he really thinking about the coefficient of restitution just right up <laughs> with his head? I I think so. I, I don't, think I don't so buy too. it. I think he's just a fucking dude. Like <laughs> I think he's a psycho. Not psycho. I think that's a, a I think it's an attention thing. I think like did he graduate college or not? With you. No. Yeah, so he didn't even get his degree as a physics major. And he's just talking he's just talking like he's like the top physicist in the world. Like he yeah. thinks he thinks he's some kind of genius. Well, what if he is, Sean? I don't know. Maybe let's Google Bryson DeChambeau IQ and just see what comes up. Ooh. I'm guessing he's slightly above average. Now, I'm going to spit you a fact, okay? And you're not going to like this, Sean. Okay. In high school, he rewrote his physics textbook. Comments, thoughts, Sean? What are your thoughts? Do you want more info? Like, yes, I need more info. From the library, wrote down everything from the 180-page book into a three-ring binder. Blah blah blah. Actually, you I, know what? That's kind of BS. That just sounds like taking notes. He literally just, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, what? wow, Bryce, that's not impressive. His homework in, in I think Bryce wow. is a smart dude. I'm gonna defend him. In that. That's good. He's smart. I think he's. I think he's misunderstood. Mm. I think he wants to be understood the way he is. I think well, I think he enjoys people hating him. I the thing I like about Bryson is he's a good voice because I know when the PJ Tour bans him from whatever the hell he tries this time, he usually just goes at them and is like, "Yeah, no, the USGA is not good. Like they're they're just not good." And it's it's frustrating. So I like that. Yeah, but at the same time, he doesn't take accountability for, like, slow play issues. Mm, he yeah. is undoubtedly he... one of the slowest players on tour, yeah. and he's just like, oh, no, it's because I walk so fast. That's bogus. <laughs> but I do like – I just like where he's coming from with going at the USGA for stunning the game of golf. Yeah, but anyways, I... I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Bryson is – a hothead, but we'll see as he gets older. I think he'll settle down with the with the big words. I or think they should just let Bryson do whatever he wants. I let, I think they should let any PGA Tour player. He's like, if he wants to side straddle, I don't give a shit. Like, well, I don't give a shit, but other other pro golfers are going to give a shit. Yeah, so. I mean, you know what? You know what Bryson should do. Bryson should just go join the PGL. Mm-hmm. And be the be the like be the face dude. of that. Yeah, too bad he'd never do that. I mean, I don't know. Bryson would be like the one person that I feel like would do that. Who's, I, who, I'm pretty who's, sure who's, I've seen rumors on him what's joining going the PGL. On with, what's going on with the PGL? No, I haven't <laughs> heard anything about it. I haven't heard anything about it since this whole coronavirus thing started. Yeah. I just know do it's also... like for sure going to happen. I think in 2021. Yeah. And it's pretty heavily rumored that Phil Mickelson's in. That's good. Because we haven't heard anything about the match either. And then also 2020, I don't, I think it's 2022 is when the PGA Tour University starts. But 
some good stuff with golf coming. It appears. Definitely gonna help build the game. So, do you guys want to talk about the Legend of Bagger Vance? Uh, yeah. I mean, we can. Talk I've never, about it. I've never seen it. So, give oh, me a rundown. Okay. Oh this man, is, is he just gonna read the, the summary again? No, off the top of my head, I would probably say that Matt Damon and Will Smith combined forces to produce a pretty heartwarming story of personal fulfillment and triumph over life's many obstacles. But Nick, the film certainly was not a financial success because it only grossed $30 million, falling short of its $60 million budget. But we're sure, oh, whoops, I'm sure this any true golfer would have a spot, soft spot for this one. Also, I mean, sponsored, this is golf, golfcity.com, by the way. I, I, of course, I, of yeah. course, a golf movie fell short of its budget. Who goes to see yeah, it right. in theaters? Matt Damon and Will Smith are just not enough to grow sixty million dollars in a golf movie. <laughs> like thirty million is actually very impressive, especially because that film is like twenty years old. Like, so pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, can we just talk about the classy move at the end? Um, Matt Damon's character. Admitting that, uh, admitting that the ball moved, even though, even though he doesn't know if he did it or not, he could have just he could have had that win locked up, and he he penalized himself. I think it speaks significantly for Matt Damon's character and just who he is and who he strives to be. Matt Damon, what a guy. I mean, even now, in golf movies, he's coming out as the big guy. The I mean, it man. wasn't quite a Goodwill Hunting level performance, but no, 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 no still, no. still <laughs> phenomenal. They just could have given him some more swing lessons. This is a side note. Have either of you seen? Oh man, it's got Jude Law and um, a young Matt Damon, and it's like something about writing. And Matt Damon in the movie is gay, and it's just so weird. I can't think of the name. I assume neither of you have seen it after that. That does not sound like something I've seen, no. Yeah, okay. I've never seen it. Well, I'm sure we've all seen that Damon movies. What what was that? Like, the worst movie we've ever watched with Matt Damon in it. Uh, Oh, my God. I remember this. Oh, frick. Suburbia, was it? Suburbia. Oh, my God. Worst movie ever made. (laughs) Jackson, the movie the movie you're referencing with Matt Damon and Jude Law was the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> yeah. Suburbicon, Suburbicon. Suburbicon. God, those are two horrible Matt Damon movies. But I'm sure the talented Mr. Ripley, I'm sure Matt Damon's performance was very good. I just could not finish it. Yeah. It was getting a little sus, and I was just kind of like, I don't know about this one, so... Oh, I always but see yeah, trailers Nikki. for Suburbicon, and I've just never, never been into no, no. The trailer's not bad. No, watch the trailer. It's better than when the watch trailer. George, you're like, let's go watch this movie right now. Like George Clooney's the director? Yeah, and he does a horrible job. That's terrible. It also, it also only made $12.8 million oh in the box, box office. Whoa, and that's in God. 2017. So Legend of Bagger Vance was a way more successful movie. <laughs> Eighteen dollars they made. That movie, or they made eighteen dollars off me and Jackson. That was the worst money I've ever spent. 
Yeah, I don't know why you guys are paying to go see Matt Damon movies in the theater. But, but Nick, you should watch The Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, I will. I will. Because sure. any true golfer will have a spot, soft spot for this one, you know? Yeah. Yes, according to the article you're reading. <laughs> I mean, it, next up, next up, Sean, we have Tim Cup. I don't really want to talk about Tim Cup. You can talk about Tim Cup. I don't really. I don't really like you, the movie. You Tin Cup. You don't like Tin Cup? No. The movie where he's or the the scene where he snaps all of his golf clubs on that what was it the seventh tee or whatever in the U.S. Open qualifier. That I was. Don't like, <laughs> I don't like any scene in Tin Cup. The only scene that like really bothers me is um, when I can't think of the the other character's name. The guy on tour. But they're having like a distance competition with their seven iron. Yeah, David Sims. And David oh. Sims just turns and hits it down that road. Like, mm. come on. First of all, they just automatically give him the win. They don't know how far that ball bounced. It it yeah. probably didn't it probably didn't stay on the road. It might, it's probably not a perfectly flat road. <laughs> maybe that was so, the only perfectly flat road. Yeah, maybe it was a perfect. That was flat the road. most architecturally sound road in the world. This is, this is 1996. I don't think the roads are that bad yet. Uh, I'm guessing they're worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, I just I can't say positive comments about the movie, so I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Like, it's just, just I liked it. Much, I, I thought it was a good much movie. drama. Like a golf drama. I'm not a big fan of golf dramas. I mean, I think I don't know. I like Kevin Costner in that movie. Oh yeah, I I would actually. I haven't seen many Kevin Costner movies, but this is said to be probably his best role. Also, it's kind of hilarious when he's shanking it on the range at the U.S. Open. Very relatable. Get the relatability in there. Dude, I would just, I would just leave the course. I wouldn't play. I've, I've never had the shanks. I like when Matt Dennison had the shanks in high school. I, dude, I don't know. I, I just don't understand. Like, just swing better, dude. Like, are the shanks that bad? Like, just go to the fucking range and play golf and get rid of it. Like, do you remember dude. during? Oh no, you go, Sean. First tee of qualifiers this season. Um, or well, actually not first on the range of qualifiers. I uh, had a long night the night before. We'll say that, and I shanked fifteen balls in a row on the range, and I was just like, <laughs> I might not break a hundred today. <laughs> Went out, shot, I think forty-one on the front nine, just not oh. hitting a green. It was just the worst I've ever played in my life, but. Would you shoot? Back uh, I shot 32 on the back. Oh, got, got hot once. <laughs> once the hangover wore off. Oh, that's golf for you. 41, 32. Was, man, I love going 41, 32. Same, dude. That was the first time in my life I've been like legitimately scared shaking the ball, and I I really related with what our high school teammate was feeling. <laughs> That's a relatable thing, shooting 41 on the front nine and finishing with a 73, Sean. Yes, I agree. I was talking about the shanks, man, not, <laughs> no, not the know, score. 
73 with a front nine, 41. Are you flipping kidding me, golf? <laughs> Unbelievable. If you're looking for any really cool and interesting um, scorecards, just check out any of my IJGA, um, <laughs> AJGA, anything. Because they are fucked. <laughs> That's um, cool. Yeah. Well, Man, I tournament golf. <laughs> well, yeah. Next podcast, we'll, we'll have all about our tournament golf experiences. Our best, our most insightful. Do Something poor play could ever do. Will people care? I think. I think people would like. Like. I hate not knowing if people care about the goddamn podcast, other than like the ratings and reviews and the DMs. It's like fuck. I wish yeah, I knew do more. Care, do people care that we're better than foreplay at golf? Like, is that like, really a big? Uh... <laughs> I know you would think it is, but I, mean, I think we're but... pretty relatable. I mean, I'd always play golf, shoot forty on the front, and almost par, like. So, I, I would sure say you. us three versus Frankie, uh, Trent, and Riggs in a scramble. I think we can give them fifteen shots. They would not win. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna twenty. Gonna, I, I thought well, you were gonna say we give them a run for their money. I'd be like, what are you serious? Oh no, <laughs> that destroying them. Be close. <laughs> okay, so their best player is Riggs, and he yeah, Riggs he claims he's. He claims he's a six, I think. <laughs> I think Riggs is good. I think. Riggs I don't think I've seen Riggs break eighty-two. Are you serious? Like, because I, I don't. Not I, good. Let's just say I'd be comfortable giving Riggs twelve shots. Oh my god! Yeah, I thought he was better agreed. than that. <laughs> no, so I think in a scramble, especially since Frankie can't chip. I mean, that's helpful because you got to assume that. That team's not hitting ever green, and Trent's just the worst golfer in the history of the game. <laughs> I think I think we win by at least ten. Yeah, that that's being so generous, but yeah. Are you saying generous our way or their way? Their way. Oh yeah, I mean, just from a handicap standpoint, if you even want to look at that, we are just vastly superior. <laughs> like, if we're just talking average golf, like, both of you are going to shoot at least a 75, and, like, I'll, I'll Probably out. lower. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I'm going to come out with anything that'll beat Riggs, so, like, I just... I mean, I feel like we could probably give him 30 and make it competitive. <laughs> 30 shots in a scramble? And make it competitive, yeah. I think it would be very competitive. No I way! Think we'd, have to, we'd have to play oh, very good golf. Post it, post it it we'd, have to shoot like, we'd have to shoot like 55, and I then we'd still lose. Yeah, I think you no, could No, in a scramble, I, I'd say, like, no way. But why? I think what is Frank 10 shots in a scramble. I thought Trent's out here firing 120, like, easily. He is, but, like, it's a What's scramble. Frankie shooting? Okay. Probably. Okay. Yeah, all it takes all it takes okay. is one decent shot on every I shot. thought I thought Frankie was like one twenties too, just so then I guess yeah, one thirties a little bit. I little mean they much. shoot like around a hundred on tough courses. So twenty would be really close then, like competitive and fun. Yeah. That's a lot of shots in a scramble. Yeah, so it'd be really competitive. <laughs> Jackson just Either send the tweet out or send uh, put it on your Instagram. Put it on the Instagram. Or should story. I just title yeah. this video? We challenge four play. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, title is all in good fun though. I don't want them thinking I'm going at them too. So, 
Because you've never I know raves. before. I <laughs> I don't know if people know I've done that before or not. So no, no, never. I I Long try to comment on foreplay now and share love and positivity through golf. Yeah, just just grow the game through social media. Yeah, grow the game. I mean, I, I guess they do grow the game in a way. Yeah, that's why it's like they kind of attract the Happy Gilmore crowd. That's what I'm saying. So as long as they're grown, it's kind of got to be forum, which sucks because it's like they're <laughs> a competition. But like, fuck. The, the only thing I really had an issue with them doing was, do you remember when they started the trend of like just running people over with golf carts? <laughs> <laughs> I had an issue. Cause... People have so many issues with that on Instagram. Well, yeah, that's just like blatantly unsafe. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're okay. About like, if I'm trying to play a rock <laughs> golf, I don't want to be hit with a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what we should do the first time we play golf with you. <laughs> if we're able to play golf, if we're able to play golf this summer, who knows? Yeah, yeah oh, that's a big if. I love doing these podcasts. I wish we were Joe Rogan and we could just make three-hour podcasts and people listen to the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, great work, guys. Thank you. Are his podcasts that long? Yes, they're like three. What are you hours talking about time. three hours, dude? Well, it's I mean, Joe I'm sure we. I'm sure we'd talk about Matt Damon for a lot longer. I'm sure we get very off topic and then, yeah. in the vast world of non-live golf, especially so. Yeah, I mean, there's just not much going on right now. It's almost it's, like the random talk is kind of good. Yeah. So, oh, Paul Rudd, if you're listening to this, thank you Hit so much out. for the yeah. support. Um, you're a Bears fan. <laughs> I'm sure that Paul Rudd listens. I know he doesn't follow us on Instagram, but he should. <laughs> I don't think he has an Instagram. I don't think he has an Instagram either. Because I was looking him up, and... Well, that's why he should follow us. He should get an Instagram and just follow us. No, I think Paul Rudd actually just doesn't need Instagram. I think he just keeps up to date with us via podcasts. Yeah, no, no. He's a big guy on the, on the podcast and stuff. So, <laughs> do you know sense. what that would do? Do you know what it would do for our brand if Paul we Rudd was just, just like, like quit anything? You'd, we'd, yeah, we'd be chilling. Like, we're already if you got so. any endorsement from like Rory or Tiger or Phil or like any big name, it would just be game over. I think we're a long ways away from that. Yeah, I don't Not think Paul, that'll ever happen. Not Tiger until uh, Brendan O'Reilly turns pro. Yeah, right. There we go. Shout out to Illini Golf. Next guy, Batita. Yeah, we should do a podcast on Akshay. With yeah, he, a while ago he. Yeah, I mean, we were supposed to, but I'm sure he'd be down. I uh, I gotta be honest. I think he went pro too early. Wow, can you go pro too early? Yeah, he hasn't had a very successful professional career. I think he should have went to college. College, like actually developed a little more. Yeah. Even if it's just one or two years of college, like that's a big difference. Yeah, you want to be coming out like Matthew Wolf, like Victor, like you want to be like these guys. 
I think Matthew Wolf out of college. is blatantly a better player than Akshay Batia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not even but close. Yeah. That, yeah, that sucks, though, but I'm not trying to rip him. It's just Matthew Wolf's a great golfer. He's going to have a great career. He just seems like a great guy. Yeah. I wish George Jenkins wasn't his coach, but I'd love to teach him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> well, do, I mean, do you guys want to end it at 45 minutes here? Or is the word? Yeah, I think so. Supposed to be selling these master's hats, but this guy isn't message good things. Yeah, look out on our Instagram for some uh, Masters Week apparel. And yeah. coming soon, some additional apparel coming soon as well. So, yeah. you guys posted. Nick, are you eating something? No, I have. Um, I'm Definitely leaving. Uh, I thought Nick was eating this cake. No, not yet. It's, it's a bag, though. That's just uh-huh. crinkling. I have a, a baseball glove in a bag. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, um, <laughs> if you're here right now, thank you. And, thank um, you. I mean, that's it for today. Enjoy your quarantine. We'll have to hop in the lab and get a good podcast this weekend for, for a good uh, topic. Can we do one on my 21st? Like, sure. Mid afternoon, so I'm, so I'm feeling it a little bit. Yeah. We'll have an Easter brunch, a boozy Easter, a Easter boozy podcast. John's 21st. Dude, that would be interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, if I'm you done. want us to, uh, if you guys want to just do a podcast where we're drinking, just, just let us know. <laughs> oh, I, I do that usually. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to end it here. Um, Thanks for listening.